listening to Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic Gathering podcast. I'm your host David Wolf, and I'm joined here by Aaron and Alan. And each and every week we bring you all the latest news, tournament reports and deck of the week. I'm great, yeah, I'm feeling really good. Good, yeah, it's great. We just had a really easy, successful podcast intro there. No yeah, trouble yeah. went down at all. Not at all, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that was smooth sailing. Yeah, smooth yeah, sailing. the power of editing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, back again with another episode. Uh, in a similar vein to last week, not, not much news has happened, um, although we do have a pro tour to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, currently ongoing so we can't really talk about the results but uh we'll we'll touch on it um and we have some magic online announcements that we wanted to hit and uh then we'll be talking about our tournament report uh, of our local tournament and of course our deck of the week as we have every week uh did i miss anything there no anything else we wanted to talk about okay that's fine um <clears throat> so the one of the things that i wanted to hit straight off the bat is uh this announcement that was put up by Lee Sharp. Sorry, let me just pull it up here. Uh, it was put up by Lee Sharp a few days ago. And it's basically a, an announcement about an extension to the uh, Magic Online Challenge series. Um, so up until now, they've had like the Power 9 Challenge and the Legacy Challenge. Mm. I don't know, has anybody ever even watched them or been aware of them really? I've I've watched the Power Nine Challenge a good few times because yeah. uh, uh, Rich Shea always streams it, so it's a vintage, okay. it's a vintage event, and he's probably like the the definitely the main, but maybe the only regular kind of vintage popular streamer on Twitch. Okay, uh, and he streams every Power Nine Challenge basically, and cool. he, he usually does very well. And it's kind of it's kind of funny because this is sort of the format that shakes up the metagame in vintage usually mm-hmm. um, because paper events are so rare and sort yeah. of high profile events don't happen that often in vintage that mm-hmm. this is kind of the focal point of when metagame stuff starts to change. Mm-hmm. So like for example, like Rich A, I believe, came up with his silent mentor deck uh, for a Power 9 challenge, which was uh, the, the Jeskai mentor with the inclusion of Stony Silence in the main deck mm-hmm. to deal with the, shop, the workshops decks, which mm-hmm. was the worst matchup. So yeah, I think for vintage it's a big deal. So uh, yeah, it could easily be that for for other formats too. Cool, cool. Um, I wasn't aware of of the uh, yeah. that streamer before. So it's yeah, great, Rich. Eh? He's yeah. a he's the most dry humored man you'll ever see in your life, <laughs> and uh, he has an extremely love hate relationship with Magic Online. It's very entertaining to watch. <laughs> like the client. Yeah, or, he's just constantly yeah. like he just you know he'll do something and then he'll be like. Why did you just pop out my graveyard moto? I didn't ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when you say that, that so the Paranine Iron Challenge had like an impact on the legacy uh, on vintage. Uh, vintage. Sorry, sorry, vintage. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So yeah, then do you think that we'll see more shakeups of the formats of other games? Like, when you, like say like Popper, uh, if you have it for Popper now, mm-hmm. um, no, it, it's like I feel like it, the Popper very, very, very rarely has some big tournaments built into it. Same, same way kind of vintage would, would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, maybe you think we'll see some changes with the Popper on a regular basis or. I think so, yeah. Well, like, especially because Popper is sort of in a weird place because the way people play it online and in paper are different. Okay. Like, because the it's slightly different um, in the ban list, or not the ban list, but, like, the legality in terms of, like, what what cards are common on Magic mm. Online and what cards are available 
in paper in common. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So there are that actually does lead That's to weird. Yeah, because they're like vintage business. masters and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I believe like the card desert, which is um, it's a, it's a land, and I believe you can tap it and pay one maybe to deal one damage to attacking an attacking creature or attacking creatures something like that it's a very old card i think well, i think it's to a creature that attacked or blocked this turn or something right yeah, yeah something so, like that. yeah so i know yeah. from the last big um popper event which was a couple of months ago in italy i think that was like a huge card uh in the metagame okay and it was this is a paper popper in event. paper yeah okay. and i believe this was the the card that kind of pushed um Uracitron, like over the top into being like the best deck in the format but as far as I know, that card isn't playable on Magic Online. Okay. So there are cards that actually make a significant difference to the format. So if there are sort of like premier events for Popper on Magic Online, it could lead to... Because like Magic Online was created as an online format initially. Like it didn't exist in paper as far as I'm aware beforehand. So this might lead to, say, paper events just taking the Magic Online ban list and going with that as the official legality for the format yeah uh, i shouldn't say ban list but legality because it's about mm -hmm. what's available in common yeah it's not exactly a ban list yeah for anyone who doesn't know popper is common only cards yeah <laughs> and that's cards that have only ever been printed uh, that sorry that have ever been printed as commons yeah so they could be like have been previously printed as an uncommon or even a rare yeah. Uh, like with, um, what was it, Mortician? Mortician, Mortician Beetle, Beetle. Yeah. yeah. It was a, was a downgrade from rare to common yeah. in Modern Masters. And for anyone who played Modern Masters, Dinrova Horror was an uncommon in Gatecrash, I believe. Yeah. And was downgraded to common. Yeah. And that has definitely seen some play in Popper since yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I searched uh, for Desert on uh, Gather. And <laughs> I got no results. Uh, for Desert, it's actually, so it deals one damage to target attacking creature. We activate this ability only during the end of combat set. Right, oh, yeah, okay. it's yeah. Very strange. Yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a it's a strange card, but it, but but that's just an example of the fact that the the format is kind of there are sort of two different formats happening. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if it, having a premier event like this leads people to just it might solidify the format into just people playing with the Magic Online legality list. Okay, I would think. So I think it's a good thing for the format because yeah. it, it's it's the same as sort of like. Uh, this is maybe something we can talk about a little more uh, in a little bit as well, but the, the Commander Magic Online yeah, uh, leagues yeah. that they've introduced, they had their kind of own ban list for that, mm -hmm. which is sort of a mishmash between the official Commander ban list and Dual Commander, yeah. which, is, uh, which is the 1v1 paper format. But the thing is, both of the paper formats, neither of them are uh, kept up by Wizards of the Coast. It's, it's sort of, they're both community formats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whereas this is the first time Wizards has looked at Commander and tried to come up with its own ban list. Okay, yeah. So again, it's sort of like the, like Wizards taking this stuff into their own hands is sort of... For Commander, I know a lot of people kicked up a fuss, uh, which we can maybe talk about. But yeah. uh, but for Popper, I think it can only be a good thing to like to just solidify the format. Mm. Yeah. But do you think that they, that they would do that officially? Or do you think that people would just unofficially follow the, the legality? Well, because then you'd have like everybody forgets that like desert is legal, for example, and then like yeah. somebody yeah. brings it back in a tournament like two years later, and they just crush everybody or something like that. I I think Popper because it was sort of conceived as a Magic Online format initially. Yeah. Um, I think that it would be within the spirit of the format to to just go with the Magic Online. Yeah. Rules. Okay. Yeah, and then it's been like oh, your 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 common or your own commons that are payable in in, in Popper Online, you can just pay them in paper. Yeah, or like I'm not I'm not sure how it would work, but 
it's interesting. Like, I definitely think it's a good thing for the popularity of the format. Anyway, mm-hmm. like, there is a dedicated pauper community on Magic Online, and it's a really fun format. Like, Alan, you and I both yeah, played yeah, a little bit of it online. Uh, and you can just do such cool stuff. It feels like playing old school magic. Yeah. Not yeah. not old school in terms of the the format old school where people play cards from 1993 and 1994. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like old old school with no capital letters. And a K, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, K instead of, a K instead of a CH. Yes, yeah. exactly. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 kind of, I compare it to Hearthstone in the sense that like in Hearthstone it feels like you can grind, like you'll play, play if you, let's say there's a deck you want to get, you can grind to play games and accumulate gold to buy mm. this new deck. Whereas you can't do that at all in any standard form, and in, in, in standard or modern or legacy, you're not gonna. You have to play. You have to win a lot of leagues in standard before you can just buy outright uh, Marty Beagles or or their standard deck. Yeah, you would Whereas have like, to. You would have to win like, like in competitive, you would have to win like two to three leagues to buy a Gideon. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So, but whereas in popper, you're like, oh, if I win this league, if I five out this league, I'll probably have enough ticks or or, or, or chess or whatever to buy their popper deck because they're all within <laughs> 20 euros. or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it feels like you, you can, you know, people, some people play Hearthstone, it's a, like they they play it like for free, but they call it free-to-play players where it's like in, in, in popper, there could be free-to-play players who, okay, yeah. who, who, who kind of sustain themselves by winning. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Which is really good. And like, yeah, the matches are good. They tend to be sort of uh, pretty decent length like there's no there's no fast kill combo decks there are aggro decks and stuff like that but yeah. like you basically like if you keep a decent but slowish hand you'll usually get a good game of magic and uh, I just think it's a great format yeah, yeah. cool uh, it lets yeah. Me, I can play four counter spell in it so it's I love great. It. Yeah. yeah oh yeah that was a comment <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you can play Gataxian Probe, can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can I, play Gataxian Probe. Yeah, I play four Gataxian Probes. It's not restricted. Uh, in, <laughs> it's a big Is a blitz. It's like a kind of kind of like a combo we deck. Mm. We have kill get kill the. Oh, kill this is the deck. kill field deck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, I have that, this. Yeah. I have that deck on Magic Online. Really? Yeah. So yeah. It's pretty fun. I I played it one time and then my opponent beat me and uh, he or she had the kindness to tell me that I was playing my deck wrong because I was playing my deck wrong. <laughs> uh, I, was, I, I think I, I was only after that I realized you really kind of go all in on like one kill. Yeah, it's actually attack. a combo deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like kind of like um, uh, infect. It is. Yeah, it's exactly. very yeah. Like infect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. And then I was like, my mind then was blown by the very obvious realization that uh, team of battle rage going on going on the stack is enough to bring. Kill, kill team up to, four. up to four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you know you don't need bump before that. Yeah, and uh, then it gets yeah, dual strike and yeah, all this crazy stuff. It's very, <coughs> it's a very annoying deck to lose to. I can confirm that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but it's it's sweet though. There's so many sweet decks in popper. Everyone yeah. check out popper. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. great. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna try and dip my toe into popper. Seeing as I have that deck, I bought that deck. That was like the first thing when I was like learning about Magic Online. I was like, I'm gonna buy this because it was in like a Saffron Olive article oh, yeah. of like a budget uh, modern deck, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna buy this. This seems cool, and uh, never, never did very well with it. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. if it's viable in Popper, I might give it it's, a go. Yeah, it's a very good yeah, Popper. Yeah. yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, hopefully, Strangely will tell you how to play it. You have you have like way better cantrips in Popper than you do in Modern. Like you have Brainstorm and Ponder and mm-hmm. Reordain, but mm-hmm. they're all legal. So. <laughs> and Attraction probably. <laughs> yeah, so. But yeah, for other formats, apart from Popper, I don't know how much of a difference it's going to make. I mean, for Legacy, because like the amount of real-life Legacy events has sort of uh, slowed down a little bit. Like uh, less GPs now are per year are Legacy GPs. Um, I, I, like more just bigger online events is definitely good for that format too. Yeah. But uh, I feel like that's a, a sort of a big enough format already that 
I'm not sure that the uh, the challenges will actually define the metagame as much. Sure, yeah. yeah. But it's definitely, more events is just good, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask, do you think, yeah, are you, if you're familiar with the, on a, online discussions about this update, like, are, are there anyone who's, like, panicking over, like, oh my god, there's going to be so much, there's going to be so, so many more treasure chests in circulation now, the prices are going to crash, or is there anyone well, who's... okay, we haven't talked about body? the, uh, the, 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 the prices, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. But, um, yeah, let's, let's come back to that in one second. I just want to, um, I just want to give some slightly more details on, on this. So basically, uh, this uh, expansion of the challenge um, series is happening on the 20th of May. Uh, their reasoning is they, they liked the way they worked, but they were like a monthly thing. And it was very easy for people to kind of forget about them. Mm. Um, so now what they're doing is they're, they're going to be every single weekend. Yeah. Um, and they're going to have five challenges over the course of the weekend. So starting at Saturday, 8 a.m., uh, this is all Pacific time from in America. Um, they, so that's eight, have, eight hours behind us, I believe. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, because it's daylight sure. savings. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be 4 p.m. Yeah. Time. There's a modern challenge. So they're, they're expanding it to modern cool. as well. Uh, at Saturday, on Saturday at 10 a.m., there's a vintage challenge. Uh, at Saturday at 12 p.m., there's 1v1 commander challenge. That's kind of sweet. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually I'm actually thinking about buying a commander deck for these one v one things online. Two one v one commander. Yeah. I think it could be a pretty cool format. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I actually I had no intention of buying one until until right now. Wizards, it's working. Like, well, they have leagues as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't even believe it for it, but then yeah, yeah. If you have a weekly, well. event yeah, yeah, that's really cool. And then there is uh, Legacy on Sunday at eight a.m. and uh, Popper on Sunday at ten a.m. So they he, he did. Lee Sharp did mention that they want to they wanted to put legacy and vintage on different days because they overlap Definitely. quite a lot in terms of players. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. So they wanted to have people able to able to play in both. Yeah. Um and so yeah, the the, the payout is is different. Um so they've they you know, up until now they've had prizes um Based on awarding, it says here awarding some of the staple cards in the format. So you win and you get like yeah. For, so for the Power Nine challenge, you would win like a mox. You win right yeah. or whatever. An actual Power yeah. Nine, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is which is really cool, like and flavorful yeah. for the format. Yeah, uh, and it's a good way for them to get more of those cards into circulation on Magic Online because yeah. if you're playing Vintage, you presumably already have a set of the Power Nine or most of them. And you'll probably just say in order to win, like in yeah. order to win it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although you know, that's not not always, but most of the time, yeah. So you'll probably just be selling your next one for tickets anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a good way to just circulate more copies of them. But yeah. that's not really an issue for other formats. Yeah. Know. Um. So the they're standardizing prizes now, and they're basically going to be mostly play points and treasure chests. Yeah. For all of them. Um. So. In terms of uh, entry, it's 25 tickets or 250 play points. And it's Swiss and then cuts top eight. Uh, maximum players is are 672. So they, they will never hit the, the cap, <laughs> I don't think. Uh, like in modern, they might. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe the first week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but but actually, the, the prizes seem quite good. So basically, for first place, you get 500 play points. So you, so you double your play point investment. You get a hundred treasure chests, and you get a one uh, a full set of um, non foil set of the most recent standard legal set, and you get six qualifier points as well. 
Cool. So it's pretty good. And then even second place is quite good. 500 play points, 75 treasure chests, and 5 qualifying points. Third to fourth, get 400 play points, 50 treasure chests, and 4 QPs. Fifth to eighth, 400 play points, 25 treasure chests, and 3 QPs. And then ninth to 16th, gets 300 play points and 10 treasure chests. Even that's okay. Like, okay. So, I mean, you, you get you get to go again, plus you netted 10 treasure chests yeah, and 50 play points. And then 17th to 32nd place is 250 play points, so you just get to go again if you want. Cool. Okay. So that's about the top. If it goes to the maximum, the top third of the field is getting paid. Yeah. Which is pretty pretty great payout, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. And they start on the 20th to the 21st. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. So they they basically they they wanted to roll this out, but they didn't want to disrupt the the one that was happening this weekend. Oh sure. So they're just like we're gonna let yeah, that one happen, yeah, yeah, and sure. then it's gonna yeah. start happening cool. next weekend. Um yeah. So what was it that you wanted to say? Oh yeah, so, yeah. Um, I think so. I mean, you know, people. I, I think in general in in the, in the magic community, people always react to news updates like this by saying how the sky is falling and all this. Yeah. Uh, has there been a sense of that when? Because now all of a sudden they're injecting a whole load of new treasure jets into the market or into the economy. I mean, Hon- I don't know. Honestly, I don't know, when Wolf told me about this change today, that was the first time I heard about it. Okay. So <laughs> I haven't seen any reaction to this yeah. online. Yeah. I'm not sure if this just slipped by the front front page of Reddit or something. Oh, like I saw that. it. That's where I saw it. So oh, okay. Yeah. oh, okay. So maybe yeah. I just I just didn't have to yeah. see it that day. Yeah. I can't imagine people are annoyed about this. Like it's just more premier events yeah. is just has got to be a good thing. Yeah, like How being able to play. It? Play your format that you like, yeah, yeah. And, 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 yeah. And, and and bringing more people into a format, like yeah, yeah. as well, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have we, we now have two more people here, maybe three more people here who want to get one v one commander decks, yeah, exactly. exactly, yeah, and popper and popper as well, yeah. yeah. So it's is that is that a should we segue into that? Do we have time to talk about that the the online commander league stuff? Yeah, it, go for it. Was, yeah, yeah. So this was announced a couple of weeks ago, uh, and there have been a couple of couple of uh, addendums changes. You know, sort of standard yeah, emergency ban list. I haven't really followed this, so you you can take the lead on this. Thank <laughs> Yeah. So so basically, what happened was they announced the ban list uh, initially, and it was sort of I think similar similar enough to the one v one ban list. Okay. Um, and but it 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 had significant changes. I'm not sure what they were off the top of my head, but also they were, uh, the ban list was. Um, going to affect multiplayer commander games on Magic mm-hmm. Online, uh, and stuff like very impactful cards like Primeval Titan were unbanned, for example, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And Commander Plays got very upset about this, justifiably because like that's a huge shakeup to the format. Where, yes, like even if you like, it's just a it was a crazy amount of stuff to do to the format at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not exactly sure how many multiplayer Commander players there are on Magic Online, <laughs> yeah. because to me yeah. that sounds like hell. Having to get through priority from three other players on Magic yeah. Online every single step sounds like a really bad time. Um, but I, but people play it. Obviously, people play every format. Yeah. Um, so Wizards updated it, basically saying this is only going to apply to the one v one commander matches in the leagues, and we're basically adding it as a separate commander format on Magic Online. Okay. So the multiplayer format will still use the commander rules as set by the the rules committee. Yes. Uh, uh, of the commander format, which is not dictated by Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Um, and they also, I'm not sure if this was the same announcement or shortly afterwards, uh, changed uh, what they were banning, I think, for the format. I can't remember the exact uh, 
details, but I know like all the fast mana is basically banned. So Sol Ring is banned, Mana Crypt, mm-hmm. Mana Vault, uh, all that stuff. Mm. So I think that's really good because I've played a decent amount of 1v1 commander matches um, with the fast mana and like not using the dual commander rules. Mm-hmm. And it's really just like, it's so swingy because like whoever has the Sol Ring in their opening hand is just so far ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like, yeah. uh, it's, uh, in one of my decks, I have uh, a Mana Vault. And if I have the Mana Vault in my opening hand, it's like, it's almost game over, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Crazy, yeah. So I'm glad they're, they've scaled that back for the 1v1. Um, there are some cards that are like, people are like, ooh, this, they should have left this bond or whatever, but it's, it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens. Um, and I think the life total is higher compared to Jewel Commander, because I, I believe they're starting a 30... Okay. And dual commander currently starts at twenty life mm. for one v one, which was a change they made to make aggressive commanders more viable, um, and and building aggressive decks. Yeah. Because obviously playing burn spells and stuff is not as good when your opponent has ten more life. <laughs> yes. Than yeah. That was intended by yeah. the by it's a third less good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm really interested to see what it's like and like one v one commander is kind of like a, a format I really like. It's just there's a lot of really cool interactions that mm. happen. Uh, the games are really swingy, so it's kind of... I think it's comparable to, like, Momer Basic, uh, which, which, which we played uh, once. Of that format. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's really fun. So, like, there's not... Like, you, you, like, you kind of just try and get by on your decent game sense while knowing that, like, a hundred things could happen this turn that you didn't expect. Yeah, it's just yeah. impossible uh, to play right. around yeah. the stuff people are doing in this yeah. format. So I'm interested That's to really check good. it out. Yeah, uh, as we said, I'll probably put together a deck on Magic Online yeah. and, and try some 1v1 matches. Don't know if I'll be spe- spending twenty five dollars to enter the yeah, yeah the tournament, uh, but yeah. yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's I think it sounds cool. Yeah, um, they did they say something about the the going forward? What's going to happen with the ban list? Are they gonna? Uh, in terms of the the normal multiplayer commander ban list, or the, both, what, both. the one. Well, no, I think they said they're happy to leave that one to the to the the rules committee that run it at the moment, basically. The multiplayer I, one? Yeah. Online? Uh, yeah. So okay. so that's just going to be the same so as the So that's going to match one. paper? Yeah. Totally. And, okay. and Wizards aren't going to be dictating what's on it. It's just going to be dictated by um, uh, Sheldon, maybe, I believe. Yeah, the Sheld- Sheldon Menery, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's the guy, the sort of head honcho of, of multiplayer mm-hmm. commander. Yes. Um, so I think it's just going to be those guys who, and yeah, as a uh, for the one v one format, I'm sure they'll keep an eye on it because there's bound to be just busted stuff. Yeah, yeah, like I'm looking at the list of cards here that are like unbanned, if you want to say that. Mm-hmm. They have like Coalition Victory. Um, I don't know if that's even good. Emrakul the Ants, Torn, Leovold, uh, Panoptic Mirror, Primeval Titan, which like you said is nuts. Prophet of Crucifix, I believe, is pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Recurring Nightmare, Sundering Titan, Upheaval. Oh, Upheaval. What's what's Upheaval? Uh, Return all non-land permanents to their owner's hands. Pretty good. Cost uh, one Frexy Mana. (laughs) Yeah, it costs uh, four blue blue. Four blue blue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's, what's the... Is there no no other text on it? No other ultimate text? No, that's it. Okay. So you you basically just float all your mana and all your mana dorks and usually you played in blue green or something like that yeah. float a bunch of mana oh, yeah. return yeah. everything and then use all your floating mana to replay out a bunch of mana dorks yeah, and that's artifacts. insane actually yeah. Yeah. and your opponent has 20 cards in their hand <laughs> and then they play a lot and have to discard and, and, yeah. Yeah. and then uh, you have Sway of the Stars Sylvan Primordial and Worldfire 
Yeah, I'm not really too sure about most of these cards. I'm sure they are really yeah. busted, but yeah. they're not too good cards. No, the really way of the star sounds great. I don't know what it is, but it sounds great. Sounds sweet. <laughs> like, Leovold is a very important one. That was that was one that like as yeah. soon as he came out in Commander, people yeah. were like, "This card is banned, banned." Yeah. yeah, and it did get banned, and it was actually very quickly after it got banned that they announced that it won't yeah. be banned. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, and also very quickly <laughs> after Protean Hulk got. Unbanned that they're yeah. like Protein Hook is on our ban list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Protein Hook is insane. Yeah, yeah Protein Hook is pretty insane. I, I never, never hates one. I feel like Leovold, like if like aggro isn't dominant, then mm. Leovold will be insanely good. Mm-hmm. Um, like the card is just bananas. Like yeah. your commander that they have to two for one themselves every time they want to remove yeah, it. Yeah. So keep casting it. <laughs> yeah. So, so that seems good. And he's cheap enough, like as a commander, so. Yeah, he is. Every time you recast him, it's not you're not paying that much of a yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that's the commander changes. Uh, again, I'm not the most experienced with commander in the world, so neither am I really. I, I played a little bit, but um, yeah. I don't know. This seems seems cool. Anyway, just yeah. more cool stuff happening on Magic Online. Yeah. Cool. Sure. Yeah. Next week, next week will be pros. Yeah, yeah, Maybe we yeah, yeah. We'll win one of these challenges. Yes, we'll be sorted. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, did you just want to talk about the Pro Tour, or do you want to talk about Magic Story? Ooh, yes. Before we go on? All right, we will. Because you're up to date, aren't you? I am up to date. I've been reading the Magic Story. Nice. I've been enjoying it on and off. Um, yeah, so... Are you enjoying wanna, it on and off. You just want to low down on where we are from the beginning, or...? I haven't read a single story a single this season, cool. okay. so... Yeah, I've read like three, I think. Uh, yeah. But just before you, you give us the lowdown, I want to talk about the... the uh, the schedule for it just sure, in yeah. the next few weeks they they did mention online or they, they put up a list online where they gave kind of a schedule for the magic storyline and what they're going to be doing in regards to that over the next couple of weeks and so next week is the final Amonkhet story I believe and then they have a podcast with somebody from the magic story team and then they have a story about uh, a, a commander character and and then after that, the week after that is when um, Hour of Devastation storyline starts, which is on June seventh, mm. which is which is a lot uh, sooner than I thought. That's my stomach rumbling there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sacred cat. Yes, <laughs> and bam that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess I guess next week we'll probably do a big roundup of the storyline. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, exactly. yeah, then yeah. yeah, then people will know what's going on or not. Probably, yeah, I probably won't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, it's so a, you can tell me. Yeah, that. yeah. Because there's a cool thing with uh, I especially noticed with this week's episode is that the um, with this week's uh, installation of the stories on, on the top border of the magic stories, the second sun is being approaching the horns. Yes, and uh, and, and now in the latest story, it's like right at the very tip of the left hand side horn. It'd be so cool if approach of the second sun won the pro tour. As, oh, that'd uh, be so good. Yeah, that'd be so. I, uh, yeah, for so many reasons. Yeah, it's like it's like when when they uh, when they had Liliana versus Emrakul in the finals of that Pro Tour. Yeah, I, like yeah, they were yeah. really happy about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They kept them. They kept them. They'd be so happy if Approach of the Second Zone was like yeah. even the top eight of this Pro Tour. Yeah, yeah. So, but the only way that's going to happen is if new perspectives combo is in there. So, um, so shall we talk about the Pro Tour? Yeah, the yes. ongoing it's Pro Tour right now. It's like. We're not watching it just to do this podcast. Yeah. I hope people appreciate that. That's yeah. how committed we are. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like uh, at this point in time right now, they're probably talking about the day, the day two meta breakdown. Which I, we have no idea. No yes. idea. We'll have to check Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, well, that's 
that's a good segue to talk about the uh, day one metagame breakdown, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, currently it is day two of the Pro Tour um, in Nashville, Tennessee. And the day one metagame breakdown that they that Wizards gave us, they actually gave us really early on during the coverage. I think, um, to be honest, because I saw this on stream, they accidentally put it up for like two seconds. During, oh, is that what happened? Yeah, during okay. an intermission. And then they switched back to the normal screen. Oh. And then, like twenty seconds later, they just put it back up. So I feel, it, yeah. I feel like they put it up by accident, and then they went, "Oh well, someone's gonna screenshot that. Let's j- just put it up anyway." Yeah. I don't know if that's what happened. That that's what it looked like to me, though. Anyway. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> we got our information. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think everyone was like really looking forward to like a big shake up or something, something nuts from this pro tour. But to be honest, it doesn't really seem that way. Um, from the metagame breakdown that Wizards gave us, there was like uh, 99 players on on Marta Vehicles. Um, yeah. So that's what, it, it broke down to 26% of the field. Yeah. Um, and then a huge rise in uh, Marvel. So, you know, all Marvel... Archetypes combined, I think, was another twenty-five or twenty-six percent. Most of that was in teamer, though. Yeah, it's so yeah. it's mostly teamer, a little bit of Sultai, a little bit of Bant. Yeah, much more Sultai than Bant yeah. again, but yeah, uh, definitely very popular. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then what was what were the next kind of highest ones? Uh, the next was Mono Black Zombies. Oh yeah, Mono Black Zombies. Um, that's a really big. So that's that's quite a big breakout for for zombies, which. We, you know, people were like, oh, it's really good, but is it going to be like just tier two or whatever? Mm-hmm. But it seems like it's it's up there with the Yeah, with and the I kind of I kind of got to gotta own this one because I, I was kind of very dismissive of zombies and I yeah. thought like, oh, it's not going to be a thing. It seems like just um, the, the amount of good one drops they have now mm-hmm. is just like a big help. And they have essentially two lords mm-hmm. like that are both very yeah. playable. Uh, like the like the first lists we were seeing, I believe we talked about this before. Was that we're playing two Liniana's Mastery, yeah, uh, and two Dark Salvation and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which just like I think I think we talked about this. Just didn't seem like the way to go. It seems like if you're going for this, you should just maximize on on your tribal effects. Yeah, I mean, there's such high payoffs as well. Yeah, and that, and that's the lists people have gone for in the Pro Tour. Yeah, which which also means that I think they've a lot of lists have gone up a little bit in terms of lands. Yeah. Down to 24, 25 lands rather than we were seeing 22, 23 in some of the decks. Yeah, even 20, as low as 20, I remember we talked about before for the black-white version. But it's, yes. but it's very largely mono-black. Is the yeah, there, there are a few a few black-white decks kicking around. Um, there are, yeah. I believe that on coverage yesterday, they said that if you take black-white and mono-black together, it's the mm-hmm. second most popular archetype. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Over Marvel, which uh, was very surprising to me, actually. I thought Marvel, Marvel yeah. would easily be second place. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, everyone knew Mardu would be the most popular deck. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I, Barring I, something nuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Zombie seems great. We saw... Who did we see on it? Uh, uh, Martin Musa was playing, I think, wasn't he? No, he was on Jund Gods, I believe, wasn't he? No, no, no. that was Patrick Dickman. Oh, that was, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Germans, I got them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Martin Musa, sorry. Yeah, because we directly saw he went 3 0 in his draft, and then we saw him in round one of standard. And yeah, the, the deck looked great. Oh, he won, didn't he? Yeah, he won. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. The, the deck just looked excellent. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was able, it was really fast. Um, like, it's probably fast enough to beat. Like an average start from Marvel, if it has a good draw, 
and it's certainly faster than Mardu. Yeah. And like it doesn't care all that much about the removal from Mardu. It has like it can bring back its dread wanderers and you know it has relentless dead and stuff like that. Yeah, and for that reason it's also quite good against control. Exactly. So you just yeah, kill everything yeah. and it's like, well, I mean, even they might have a plague belcher and you just lose life or uh, yeah. they just get loads of stuff back with relentless dead or even just top three zombies and draw card. Yeah, I actually breaker. I haven't seen any lists running Plague Belcher. No. Um, I didn't look at any of the lists yeah. in particular, but Yeah, I think they're all playing Diagraph Colossus instead. Oh, okay. Yeah. So which seems very good. Uh, yeah. in the matches that I've seen. Yeah. Like like just like the trigger has just put so much stuff on the board and stuff like that. Like it, it seems very good. Um, well, yeah. what does it do? It's like when you, when it comes in, it gets plus one plus one counters equals the amount of zombies in your graveyard. And when you cast a zombie, you get you a get two, a two, two zombie. Two. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So That's it's good. basically you cast it. If it resolves, you just play a one drop and you get another two two. Okay, yeah. So, so you that's... just get a ridiculous amount of parent toughness for like yeah. four yeah. four mana or something yeah. like that. And like I've seen in matches, like people play the Diagraph Colossus just as like a three three or whatever. Yeah. But then they immediately cast a one drop. Yeah. So they end yeah. up with you know you know six I, parent toughness or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Probably more value than if they'd waited on the yeah, on the yeah. Colossus yeah. in the first place. So people are playing that, I think, instead of Plague Belcher. Um, Plague Belcher still seems great to me. It might just be a metagame call, like if the format becomes a or more maybe the thing. maybe the black-white one is, is the slightly more aggressive version. Yeah. And, yeah. and Plague Belcher's in that. I don't know. Yeah. I, again, I haven't seen the, the list ooh, uh, in particular from, from them. Yeah, I know Plague, the, the white-black version, um, one thing that I really, really like that they have access to is Anguished Unmaking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which it's nice I th- against Marvel as well. It's so good against Marvel. Like, yeah. either deals with the Marvel if they run it out uh, without being able to activate it, yeah. which, which could happen against an aggro deck. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. quite often, you'll mm-hmm. just be like, I have to just use my mana as, as best yeah. I can. Yeah. Uh, or if they can Hold just activate <laughs> Yeah, or if they can just activate an Ulamog you you can just float the mana and anguish to making the Ulamog and yeah. you'll you'll still have creatures on board probably. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it seems it seems really good. But most give people all your guys menace with Lord of the Accursed. Yeah. Ulamog can't block. Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like but most people seem to be on mono black. Yeah. Which yeah. is fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously just consistency of mana and the ability to play stuff like grass if you want. I, yeah. I don't know if any of them are playing grass. I, I assume they're playing like people four fail push for grasp. Well people I think have dropped grasp for extra dark salvation. But, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. But uh I mean that's still much much the same. Yeah, and, well, and science Lil- and speed, but yeah. Yeah. And Liliana's mastery is double black, right? So yeah. mm-hmm. basically the new builds basically end up needing the same amount of blacks as the old builds, even if you drop Grasp of Darkness to lower numbers. Yeah. Um I was saying this earlier that the art for Liliana's Mastery and Dark Salvation are basically exactly the same and they could easily have been made from the same art description. It's like yeah. Liliana just walking through like a field, a path through a field of zombies, and her arms are outstretched, and there's just like purple glows everywhere. Yeah, it's like it's like the problem you were saying all with uh, with burn spells. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Chandra doing stuff with fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I think I, we're going to see some more uh, Liliana's mastery type cards yeah. in the future. Uh, I like it. Did you guys see that Reddit thread a while ago? That was like the red planeswalker pose. No. And it was basically just like them sort of uh, like holding one hand in front of them with sort of a ball of energy yeah, in their yeah, hands. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like <laughs> almost every red planeswalker is doing the same sort of like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like even, yeah, even like, yeah, like, and like, like, Sahidio, you're even saying every red planeswalker also talking about like 
double colours. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Sahili yeah. does it. Sahili yeah. does it. Koth does it. Chandra yeah, does Tybalt. it. Yeah, Tybalt is <laughs> doing it as well. Yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, Gideon's many angles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, say what you want about Gideon, it's like you get a different thing every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if it's the same thing from a different angle. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. And then, uh, so after Zombies, uh, we had Blue Ride Control as the next most popular deck. Uh, we had big, big drop-offs after after the first couple decks. Yeah, like, if you're going to just talk about big takeaways, those are the three things. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, Marvel, vehicles, zombies. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Blu-ray Control, I thought would be more popular than it is, to be honest. Mm, like, I mm. think the deck is very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely in the lower numbers. But it, it seems, I'm not sure how, how good result it's having. As, as I said, we haven't really watched Standard in Day 2, so we're kind of... Yeah. We're doing Just the variety of threats, though, is so devastating to Control decks recently. And even still now, like I know Control, that Blu-ray Control deck is probably even better now than it was before. Because you have huge, huge upgrades like Magnus Spray and Sensor. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about the combo deck for keeping like mm-hmm. like to have shock in your decky and use magma spray instead. But just the the variety of threats like Gideon, Marvel, uh, hard casted Ulamogs that people are yeah, doing because yeah. uh, you have the time against the control deck. Uh, the zombies deck like when you're playing against a zombies deck, you want you need completely different things yeah. than you do when you're playing mm-hmm. against Marvel. And before, you, like, you only had to deal with Scrap Heap Scranger coming back. Now yeah. you have to deal with Dread War and Wanderer coming yeah. back. And or Relentless Death. Yeah. yeah, them coming back off Relentless Death as yeah. well. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty hard for control decks to try and one-for-one one one things. In this it format. is. It is yeah. quite hard. Yeah. Which is why I kind, of, I kind of was liking the Jeskai control decks that were able to fumigate to catch yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, or they were able to, like, cast out to get, you know, get rid of particularly... Like, cast out is a great catch-all answer yeah that also helps you with your mana a little bit and um, sensor is also really good um but your opponent can just play off curve if they want yeah yeah i mean it's tough though like last season people were running stasis snare against gideon and scrap heap scranger yeah and it wasn't really good enough mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. and now cat you're gonna run cast out instead of stasis snare no question it's just yeah, way better yeah, yeah. and there are more threats like that that you have to exile so. yeah anyway um so yeah blu-ray control you know Best of luck to those players. It's yeah. a har- harsh world out there. It is, yeah. I hope they're doing okay at the Pro Tour. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised Paul, Paul to see... Paul I believe, is... Uh, he is. Yeah, he's, he's on Blue-Red. I wouldn't be surprised to see a Blue-Red player top eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Could definitely happen. Um, any other standout decks that we wanted to talk about that people brought? Uh, well, uh, Wolf, you correctly uh, saw that New Perspectives combo was yes. was a thing. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so we, we I believe it's... there. There's, what did you say, seven players are on New Perspectives? Yeah, something like that. So, uh, let's see how well they do. I mean, if people just don't have cards in their main deck to deal with it, yeah. they could just go a game down That's out of it, yeah. nowhere, and then yeah. they could just lose to a good draw. Like, that could, that could happen a few times in a row. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and, and like, yeah. Uh, we'll touch on this in our tournament report later, but I played it at, at, at our local tournament, and I played against Blue Control two rounds out of four, and it's a, a fairly dismal matchup. Okay. But uh, there's not that many Blu-ray control decks at the road. No. There's only like 16 of them or something. Yeah, people just so don't do it. So it, New Perspectives is quite good against Mardu. Yeah. yeah. Like, the more mid-rangey Mardu gets, the more likely you are to win against them. Yeah. That's great. Um, and even their like, fastest draws sometimes won't be good enough. Yeah, yeah. And, and also they don't have room in the... Yeah, because if, if you're cycling Renewed Faith and stuff like that, or Haze Apollons, or casting your Haze Apollons, uh, there, there's... Um, there's not really room in Mardu's sideboard for Lost Legacy, which is the biggest thing that 
Yeah, that shuts yeah, yeah. down uh, new new perspectives after board because they all kind of have to run dispossess to get exactly. rid of gear hulks and, yeah, and marvels. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so although they could also run Lost Legacy and get rid of Ulamog with Lost, or yeah, Ulamog with Lost Legacy instead you, of using Dispossess and the yeah. Marvel. I feel, like, I feel like their best chance is some of the lists are running Anguishstone making. Yeah. Uh, sometimes in the main deck, uh, as we talked about last week, I believe. Yeah. And like that's pretty decent. I, like you still kind of have to wait on it because like they can just cycle in response. Yeah, to so, be honest, you can do a lot of it at instant speed. Yeah. Not the whole thing, obviously. Yeah. But. So I feel like you would kind of have to wait for them either to like trigger a Vizier yeah. or to cast Shadow of the Grave. Mm-hmm. And then you would try and exile the, the new perspectives. Yeah. It would be your best chance. Yeah. I don't know. Could be a thing. Yeah. But yeah, I, but also oh, I mean, I'm sure they're not they're not sweating that much. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's, that's going to be many people playing. Uh, but also, nobody really on black green. Which yeah, is, there's like a yeah. little bit of black green delirium counters. I yeah, think counters very very small, yeah, yeah, very small. Like people, I think thought that would be one of the better decks at the start of the format. After the bans, people were like, black green is back. But yeah. then it turns out like, oh, Marvel might just be the best deck. Yeah, and yeah. black green can't do anything against Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if. if Anyone listening hasn't played this matchup from either side. It's just it from I I played Black Green for two seasons against Marvel, yeah. essentially yeah, or a season and a half, and it's awful. You yeah. just like you can't do anything when they tap out on turn four and play a Marvel. You're not fast enough to kill them. You have no way to deal with the Ulamog. You have no way to deal with the Marvel. Triple grasp. Yeah, you have to you have to hope yeah. that you draw like transgress on turn two. Sideboarded, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You and just then lose last game legacy one. on turn three. Yeah, yeah, you just lose game one. There's nothing nothing yeah. you can do about that. Unless you randomly have one of your craziest aggro draws and they don't find a marvel. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, unfortunately, green-black just got squashed between Mardavi. Because everyone, you know, like you said, people were like, oh, well, now that the cat's banned, you can play expensive mana plays. Mm-hmm. You can play a bigger yeah. deck than Mardavi vehicles. Yeah. Where, you know, and your mind immediately goes to Ishkana, Delirium, mm-hmm. yeah. Shanigans, that kind of stuff. Uh, but then the problem with that, like you said, is that gets destroyed by Marvel. So... You have those two ends, and yeah, green black just kind of gets uh, caught in the middle. Between yeah, them. you don't you don't want to be the guy that is maybe slightly favored against Mardu, possibly. But yeah. and it's not yeah, it's not even a lock. No, against Mardu, no. like it's a good matchup, but yeah. it's not a lock. So like against the two popular decks in the format, I'm slightly favored against one, maybe even depending on the Mardu build. If it's a more aggressive build, you're not even ahead probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you just auto lose to Marvel. Like yeah. that's not where you want to be. No, so not at all. Jesus, yeah. yeah, but I was I was gonna say that is kind of uh, that's a bad thing for the new perspectives players because they also have a free win against Black Green. Basically, it's true. Yeah, but yeah. no one's yeah. on Black Green. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. Anyway, uh, any other decks we wanted to talk about? One thing I thought was interesting was that Sultai uh, Marvel was a, was the second most popular Marvel uh, variant by far over Bant. Yeah, uh, that was a big surprise to me. I didn't really. I, I've been playing Marvel and I didn't even consider a Soul Tie. I yeah. was just choosing between Teamer and Bant. Okay. So, so yeah, I just thought that was a surprise. I, I guess maybe it's a hedge against Mardu. You just, yeah. Yeah, you, you know, you're slightly better against Mardu. I guess you're slightly better against Control because you're playing Torrential Gear Hulk and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but it's just, it's surprising to me. I don't know. Yeah, I, think, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the, the, three Mar- the three different Marvel decks, like, even though they can all win by her Eagle Bugs, yeah. it's like they... they Aside from that, they all they all play different games like Teamer, uh, yeah. So the Teamer Teamer Marvel plays a kind of a mid range go wide uh, strategy you know, mm. without without the Marvel. Yeah, uh, Bant is kind of it's it's very controlling. Yeah, um, 
Uh, you, you, you have access to Fumigate, which is your board wipe, which is your, yeah. you know, get a few more turns. Whereas, and then Sultai kind of plays, I, I feel like it play, plays probably the fairest, so apart from Ulamog, probably a, a kind of a fair definitely. card advantage yeah, grinding um, engine, engine deck. And it's like, and it has so much, what, 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 it has more targets than Ulamog. It has uh, five mana Liliana, it has um, Ishkana. Black Hero, Ishkana, yeah. has uh, then Demon of Dark Schemes to. Uh, that's probably another energy sink, and, kind of, yep, and also definitely. another way just to get Ulamogs out or whatever. Uh, so it's like it, it, it is it it is, it is like a, a different strategy. Um, you can almost say it's a different deck. So it is. I I really feel like it's a different deck. Yeah, like it's so different to the the sort of like because Teamer and Bant are the same apart from maybe like okay let's skip the skip the mana base so yeah. let's let's talk yeah. about the. The cards, know, 36, yeah. 38 cards. It's probably only different by 10 cards. Yeah, or less. so like World of Virtuoso. Chandra. Yeah, and Harness then, Lightning. Yeah, and then you have Fumigate, uh, Cast Out, yeah. and Bala. Mm-hmm. That's basically the swaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, I don't know, it's interesting. And like, I feel like people probably would know how to play against Bant Marvel a little better. So you might get a little bit of an edge if you play Soltoy mm. in terms yeah. of people not being as familiar with the matchup. Yeah, yeah, people might also sculpt the game plan the first couple of turns around playing against a, like a black green delirium deck if that's they, it, yeah. If that's you have a major blue mana. Oh, that could be devastating. Yeah, yeah. 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 Imagine, imagine if if game one you managed to win without casting Marvel. You know, you, you win off your, your And then they miss sideboard. And then they miss sideboard, yeah. 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 I don't know how often that's gonna happen. Happen to be before. Yeah. You, you <laughs> might you might also I mean you might also bring some of the same things in against Against yeah. Sultai Marvel that you would against Black Green, like Dispossess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. kind of things. Yeah, so it, it, I thought that was interesting anyway. I don't yeah. know. Other decks I didn't really see. We saw a little bit of Blue White Flash that was actually quite Oh, popular. yeah, yeah. And we saw that we've seen that popping up in uh, 5 0 lists on MTGO as well. Yeah. yeah. We we got particularly excited about seeing that yeah, uh, <laughs> last week. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's, 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 I think it was, it was one, of the, one, of the, one of those lists at 5 0. It, it was almost like Blue White Spirits. And, I think yeah, yeah Blue White Spirits yeah. is, is something that everyone everyone wants. Blue White it was Spirits like Rattle Chain, Spell Queller, and yeah. uh, Spirit. Mausoleum Wanderer. I, I didn't see that. Oh, well, in the, on Pro Tour coverage yesterday, someone was playing Blue White Spirits and they had oh, Mausoleum really? Wanderer. Oh, oh wow, well. okay. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not sure what player it was, but it was quite late into the day, so I think they yeah. were 6 hours or something like that. Does that only counter instants and sorceries? Yes, okay. I think. I think so. I'll yeah. go with this. I know people are get so angry when we get cards wrong, know, but I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll do it. Um, I'll, I'll do. I'll, yeah, I'll try to remember it. Then. It did quite well. Um, it was it was against Marvel, I believe. Ari Lax was playing four color Marvel against it. Okay. Uh, and the blue white spirits player, I believe, managed to last through five Ulamog casts. What? Whoa. And they lost after the sixth Ulamog was cast. Oh my god. Which is insane. Like, what, were the, what were the exile targets for the Ulamog? Was it creatures it was, every it was, time? It was lands and lands stuff, I think, time. mostly, yeah. Uh, but, like, the, the Spirits player, I think, was still on three or four mana, and it was just enough to, to keep going. And they had Declaration in Stones and stuff to uh, exile okay, the Ulamogs, okay, okay. and, yeah. Uh, That's crazy. It's pretty insane. Yeah, yeah. and I guess a four-color Marvel list is going to be a little bit... Less consistent, yeah, well, yeah. So. yeah. I mean, so I, I struggled to look up uh, Desert on Gatherer, so I oh, definitely yeah. struggled to find Mausoleum Wanderer, <laughs> but uh, it's it's instant sorcery, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sweet card because yeah. I always think, oh, why is not played more? I can counter Marvel, but I can't, no, yeah. I cannot. I thought it was non creature, anyway. Anyway, that's that's Pro Tour from us for the moment. Uh, well, actually, I just oh, want to say okay. one, one more bit, uh, which was, um, 
well, actually, this isn't necessarily connected to the Pro Tour. Uh, is there anything to be said for, like, Naya Marvel? Because, like, all these bills of Marvel are including blue. Mm. And I don't really see that it's necessary. Because, yeah. like, they're base green. They are base green, yeah. I, uh, so, at least for the band version, and I think slightly for the team, probably more so for the band version, you're playing main deck negate and main deck sensor. Mm-hmm. Uh and you're not like your removal is three fumigates and four cast out. Mm-hmm. So basically, you don't care about cheap creatures. Okay. You're just saying if you're playing cheap cheap creatures, I'm just going to win when I resolve a Marvel. Yeah. That's the gamble yeah. you're taking. Um, okay. But so the only things you care about are them messing with your Marvel. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have negates and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. And I kind of feel like Teamer has the same game plan, except for they also have like Chandra, which is removal and a Marvel yeah. hit. Yeah. and stuff like that and then ramped in as well when it, when, yeah. yeah and, and like necessary. World of Virtuoso is blue makes a bunch of energy and like slows down the game against aggro decks so mm. I, I think the blue in both those cases is just geared towards like having to not care about small creatures basically sure and I suppose Rogue Refiner is a pretty important speed bump that also keeps drawing you yeah exactly your deck yeah. as well uh, that said, though, like if you play Naya, you still have access to Sweltering Suns, which is pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like it's incredibly. Or you can just play Radiant Flames. Yeah, you can. Play, you could even play both. Yeah. Uh, I I saw. Nice. I actually saw like the four color deck. I believe was playing Radiant Flames. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which to me, I think like I probably prefer to have Sweltering Suns. I don't mm-hmm. know. Just the mm-hmm. cycling seems very good. Yeah, cycling three is a lot, though. It is a lot, but. I don't know. Sometimes you yeah, it's nice to have the option. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to have the option. But but in Naya, yeah. So so like you have sweltering suns in Naya uh, and harness lightning. Sweltering suns very bad against black green. Mm-hmm. But like if you had predicted the pro tour meta game correctly and just been like, I'm never going to play against black green. Then yeah, it would probably be okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you just accept that loss. You always like you know you're, you're always like more against a particular matchup when you're like, yeah. well, yeah, why should I try? That's bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what, so, yeah. yeah, I don't know. What do you the, gain, though? Yeah. As well. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. The, one other thing is the, the black-green deck that some of Channel Fireball Ice, I think, brought. The black-green Crippled Rights deck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should talk That's about crazy, this. Actually, yeah. um, we mentioned it. We were talking about it a little bit off mic. Uh, I don't know. I think it's not very good. Yeah, so... The, yeah, it, it's... It's a it's a rehash or, or a reconstruction of uh, the deck that they originally made for I think it was Pro Tour um, Shadows of Rinnestrad. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it yeah. actually came out. Yeah. Um, and basically, the deck is is kind of a, a green black aristocrats type deck that's designed around pumping out like a huge number of small creatures onto the board by making them all mana dorks. Yeah. So it plays like four Blister Pod, four Lone Dryad. Four cryptid right, and then I'm not sure about the rest of the creature creature package, but I think there's like silver cutthroat. Yeah, they had catacomb sifter. Catacomb sifter. Uh, yeah. Do they even play silver cutthroat? I think they do. Oh, they do. I'm okay. pretty sure they do. Um, yeah, catacomb sifter. They play, I believe, two bantu. Oh yeah, uh, that's true. There for for another sack effect. They yeah. play three yeheni, I believe. Yes. As a sack outlet. Yes. Um, and they played four vizier the menagerie. As yes. Well. So that was that was the big addition yeah. Um, yeah so yeah, and that's like the top end quote unquote of the deck yeah it's the top end which you can play on turn three mm-hmm. fairly easily in the deck and also it just lets you with a good draw just kind of go off and start yeah. chaining creatures off the top of your deck because yeah. if you have cheap creatures like 
each one on the top of your deck can pay for the next one. Exactly. Yeah. Well, not that well, fair, you, but yeah. Yeah. Well, the vizier itself can tap off Cryptolite, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Or wait, sorry, is is Cryptolite right tap symbol or is it tap a creature you control? Uh, each creature you control has, has tap. Tap. Okay, so you yeah. can't do it that turn. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's basically just a bunch of card draw in like a color combination that doesn't really get it usually in that strategy mm -hmm. so like before the deck had collected company mm -hmm. which uh i mean collected company could pretty much make it you can do whatever you want <laughs> yeah. you can do whatever you yeah. want collected company is slightly better than vizier the manager definitely <laughs> uh but since we lost collected company the reason this deck went away was that there was no even replacement that was close to, yeah. to drawing you cards and stuff like that getting creatures into play whereas vizier kind of does the job um and so you also lost Nantukosk from the previous Yeah, game. so I was just thinking they're, they're playing Yeheni, but I'm sure they would love to be playing Nantukosk. Yeah, oh, yeah. Said, definitely. So yeah. they cost the same amount of mana. Yeah. Uh, except for sometimes if, if your fancy plan doesn't go to plan, yeah. uh, you can just kill them with a huge Nantukosk yeah. with the yeah. previous version. Mm -hmm. With this, Yeheni, you can sacrifice the rest of your board. He'll still be a two-power creature. Yeah, or yeah. they. They, they, sorry, yeah, they, they apologies. Yeah. Um, but this deck might be faster at getting an Ormondal on the board. Yeah. yeah, so that is the big the big payoff is the Westvale mm -hmm. Happies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which we haven't seen for a long time in Standard. Yeah. No, so yeah. people aren't really ready for them. Uh, yeah, I think I think a Refractive Mage kept it down a lot. Uh, That's true, standard, yeah. Uh, or before it was Band Order. And, um, yeah, although yeah. people did play it in Blue White Flash sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it was usually like a one or a two yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure this deck has four. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think. I mean, I suppose also if you're kind of if you're kind of ramping with creatures, uh, you also can play a massive walking blister. Uh, runs four walking blister. Yeah. Oh, for okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a huge amount of money. Yeah, and it also means you can so you can you can like play a walking blister, shoot a bunch of times, and then like sack it then like on your upkeep or mm -hmm. the next yeah. turn or whatever. Yeah. To bond to to like get the last bit of damage in. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but like yeah, I think this deck can can be attacking with Normandal turn four or five. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. This is a deck that I'd say probably like folds to Sweltering Suns or Radio Flames. Yeah, or yeah, even Clans of Fold. Well, Yeheni means that you'll only lose one thing. Oh no, sorry. It no, Yeheni no, yeah, yeah, makes it. Yeah, 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 never mind. Themselves. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it just loses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's very all in. I think it's a metagame call. Like, yeah, they, they it's, just... a, it's a cool deck and it's a nice uh, that it's been revived or whatever, but um, I don't see it making a huge impact. Well, we could be wrong. We could yeah. be wrong. I mean, Bontu's ability as a backup plan, costing two mana, two, yeah. I still think is just so well, bad. In this deck, you generate loads of mana. So. You do generate loads of mana, but like when you're tapping creatures with mana, it means you can't attack with them as it's well. True. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a, yeah, I think you're just pretty all in on the Westfail Abbey plan. Mm -hmm. it's, it's cool. Uh, I'm not, we'll have to see if it does well. We only saw it on day one, I think, so far. Yeah. So. yeah. I, I think um, I'm, I'm not sure exactly who's playing it, but I know that Joel Larson. Yeah, the, the Joel Larson's one. Yeah. Sam Sam Party, I think was. Playing okay, as well. yeah, Sam Party. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Channel oh, Fire. The, Are they fire guys. or ice? I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Okay. A ball of ice and fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, good good players definitely playing it. Yeah. Uh, Sam Party was that last pro tour? He got his first top eight. Something I think like so. Yeah. 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 So and Joel Larson won. Uh, Proto Origins, I think it was. Mm. Um, or Dragon's Dark here, can't remember. Um, so yeah, really good players playing that deck. Uh, interested to see how it how it goes through the metagame because like there's only about five players on it, 
Mm. Um, it's not even all of that Channel 4 ball yeah, team, I think. No, so. Yeah. yeah, so they obviously weren't able to convince uh, Paul Cheon <laughs> or whoever it is that was on the team that well, decided not to. Cheon talked about this at his DAC tech, but once he saw there was a viable control deck, he was just like, I'm in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, so. yeah. And he, has, yeah, he himself actually has two sweltering suns in his main. Yeah, he's very yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's where we are now with uh, Pro Tour Amonkhet. Uh, anything else that you guys you guys want to say about it or about the Pro Tour? Uh, I think coverage has been very good. I'd yeah, like, I'd like to say that. Like shout yeah. out to those guys. I think like the um, the in between matches stuff has been great. It mm-hmm. never. Like, they still have their two-minute breaks or whatever, but mm-hmm. apart from that, it doesn't really feel like there's dead air mm-hmm. any of the time, which I think is pretty impressive when mm-hmm. you have to stream absolutely all day. Yeah. So, yeah, shout-outs to the commentators and the hosts and yeah. the guys putting the video packages together. Yeah. Um, one thing that I noticed at the start that was good was um, uh, BDM, Brian David Marshall, did a little kind of... Um, they had a little short montage of shots from, like, the streets of Nashville. Oh, yeah. And he was, like you know, and announcing mm-hmm. the Pro Tour from a, a local monument or whatever it was, which I would have liked them to see, That'd be, to see them have done that in Dublin. Yeah. That uh, would have been really good. Cool. Yeah, Jim yeah. Larkin moment. Yeah. yeah, that'd be so cool. I mean, next time, there'll yeah. be another one. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be another yeah. one, yeah. yeah. Um, so that that was really good. And again, we have uh, Maria Bertholdi on coverage, who is from the Magic the Amateuring podcast. Yeah. Um, and she's been on coverage a little bit recently. And, nice to see that they're continuing their uh, diversification program yeah definitely you know showing everybody in coverage yeah she's very charismatic yeah it's just just great to have yeah great presenters yeah yeah Yeah. definitely really nice Um, yeah and good luck to all the people who are playing the Pro Tour because I know that they're definitely going to go home tonight and listen to this Um, before they're going to be like I hope they don't talk about my misplay (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um so we go to our to, to our um, tournament report. Our own pro tour. Yes, tour this pros. is the, the amateur tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, so much better turnout for our weekly standard tournament this week. Yeah, um, double, double the yeah, last week. Double, yeah. People's, people's cards arrived, it seems. Yeah, yeah I think that was, that was pretty much it the first week. Yeah. Uh, it was like, yeah, we didn't, we didn't have a great turnout last week, but... Uh, and we kind of thought people would be like, oh my god, the combo's gone, I can yeah. play what I want. Mm-hmm. But that didn't really happen. But this week people showed up and everyone seemed super excited to play Standard. Yeah. And uh, it was, a, I don't know, for me it was a great tournament. Anyway, I didn't do particularly well, but everyone was having a good time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, same for me. Um, it's also funny that we've had a lot of people kind of coming out of the woodwork, like old players who haven't played in a long time. Yeah. Because with the uh, announcement of Nationals and, you know, you qualify... Uh, for national nationals in the same way that you qualified for WMCQs, which is having a hundred in in Ireland, it's a hundred planeswalker. Yeah, points you just need a hundred planeswalker points for the year. So. Yeah, but but the deadline is the the end of May, I think. Yeah, it's like the twenty eighth or something like yeah. that. So we have loads of people who are just coming to any <laughs> any and all events that yeah. they can. Yeah. Uh, there's like gonna be loads of people at the game day because you oh, get yeah, you yeah, get like a points multiplier for that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great. So, like, it's funny. It's like there's people that, uh, like, for me, anyway, I've never played against before at events. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, usually, maybe it's slightly arrogant, but your brain just goes, I've never played against them before. I've never seen this guy. Yeah, this person's bad. They're probably yeah. not great. And yeah. then it's just like, you realize very quickly, oh, this person knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, damn it. <laughs> yeah. So, I wanted my free win. Yeah, so that's yeah. happened. But, uh, yeah, it's led to me having some good games. So yeah, it's yeah. It's really yeah. good. Um... 
So, do you, do you want to start off? Uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm, 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 again, I'm Blue Raider Merge. Uh, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> really hoping... You're just constantly saying it, you want to put it away. I, no, exactly, it's, it's, like, it's like, like an abusive relationship. Oh, it's like, I was like, I regret to inform everyone I am back <laughs> yeah. on my bullshit. We're not to stage an intervention here. Exactly, yeah. Jesus. I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm hoping the Pro Tour is not an intervention. I'm, I'm looking at, I really want to get a, a different deck. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I know that it's like I know the deck plays itself, and I can play it in my sleep, so it's a mm. really good combination. I don't but think the deck plays itself. I actually, actually yeah, it's a very complicated deck. I think. Yeah, and you I know feel, it yeah. very well. Actually, so. I feel like it. Yeah, yeah. maybe, and yeah, I may yeah. back it myself no credit for it because I mean, it's like when when I win, I'm like, oh, I only won because I have a Malgum's way up in hand and and, and a Citrine Scal, and then when I lose, I'm like, oh, I only lost because I have a Malgum's way up in hand and no, yeah, and it's, no discredit. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's easy to like see match results that way, especially when you play so many matches, you'll yeah. simplify it. But I don't know, like I'm playing Marvel, and I feel like. I do that too, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's more the case with Marvel than it is with your yeah, thing. Exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah you well, really... with Marvel, it's really easy to point to the oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there was no in the yeah. top six, so. yeah, 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 unfortunately, uh, yeah. So well, I, I was playing that, and um, yeah, I, I I didn't do as well as I normally do because mm. I mean, at one point I had three prime items in my hand and no way to get rid of them. Yeah, but um, I mean, yeah, so overall, yeah, so it was what did I do in um. Yeah, so it was, yeah, so I ended, I ended up going at one three. Um, I think in round two, I played against you. We'll probably come back to that. Yeah. Um, so in round three, uh, in you being me, you being me, <laughs> yes. by me, I mean you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So so, so I so yeah, matchups were yeah new new, new perspectives. Um. Uh, and then I played against uh, the yeah I played against a, a Greenlight Humans list, mm-hmm. uh, which was yeah it was very great, all the ground and aggressive, and it was one of those matchups but that it really just relies on you know. If I cast Cosmic's Return, if I cast Cosmic's Return, okay. I win. Yeah. If I don't, I lose. Is yeah. it, is it sometimes so I think I get fascinated with some 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 matchups here. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it, it, it discard arrives within the top few cards of my library. That's it. Yeah. Um, but that didn't that didn't happen. And you have a good amount of filtering and stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so, like you, yeah, you just tear through your deck and try to find it. Uh, and so and then I think and it, what was an interesting match was against uh, it was against Gus. He was on uh, Jeskai Control. Uh, and so I can I'm. Fairly favored against control because we bring in for your visions for the side. Sometimes yeah. resolving that is enough, yeah. uh, and then you can just take out your removal, bring in their counter spells just to protect that uh, for your visions. Yeah, um, and even just like a deck that's seventy five percent removal or whatever yeah. it is, exactly yeah. for yeah. control yeah. decks like yeah. removal not that great against you. Yeah, cast out now does make it a bit better. True, actually, it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. that, and that, and he ended up winning the match, which, which yeah, and that was relevant. So. Um, and it goes in games two and three. I cast uh, a few regions on into open mana on, on turns two and three, and I resolve right. all time. So at, at, at those points, I was like, oh, this, this should be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so I, I lost game one, one game two, that turned three, three regions. Mm. Uh, game three, I had the same thing happened with the game went on, and it was, yeah, so it was so close. I think the ice and the ice was, was just counting down very quickly. Mm-hmm. And usually, usually, I, I can get a bit of a bamboozle on people where. I have a citrine scabs and they flip the thing in the ice and, and you're like ah, ah ah it's a horror it's fine so but actually <laughs> I didn't say the yeah, magic word exactly. yes but in in this case it actually went against me because uh, so say your ice thing in the ice was I had two ice counters is it ice counter yeah ice counters yeah, right, two yeah. ice counters uh, he cast uh, magma spray uh, hitting one of my three one flyers okay uh, so that got exiled yeah uh, so I, I had one ice counter yes so then I I I then I I, I brought back another one uh, a different one. Mm-hmm. And then I was like going in and being a lethal, uh, and he flashed in Gear Hulk, and then Gear Hulk, yeah. So yeah, so so Gear Hulk, um, 
Yeah, flashback to Magnus Bray. And then he went to Castback and Spray, and he's like, Castback and Spray, targeting your citrine scalp. Yeah, so uh, thing on the And then he like, slips. So, so then I, I was going off as if it was like, so then it gets exiled. And he goes, Oh no, it doesn't get exiled. It gets bounced to your hand before the spell resolves. Right. And I was like, No, it no, doesn't, doesn't bounce, bounce my hand because it's a fucking horror. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so then that, that, I, think, I, think, I think just losing that clock was, was enough to turn the game around. Yeah. Uh, and then. And it was just a few more hits of, of the Earhulk, so it was well, pretty funny how... how fair play, a lot, of, a lot of less honest players might have just picked up the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, creature. Not, yes, yeah. it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, You're quite true. right. Yes. Yeah. Don't yeah. cheat, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not good. Yeah, yeah and so it was like, I, I, I really uh, enjoyed the games, and I think uh, I, I very much enjoyed uh, my game against uh, Mr. David Wolf, who was on <laughs> the New Perfectus combo, because yeah. uh, you can talk about... You, you, Talk about it, from yeah. Your perspective, yeah, yeah. 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 We we played my perspective in round one. Sorry, we were yeah. I, actually, I was running round one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that was that was yeah. that was pretty clinical defeat. Yeah, if, uh, I I got crushed by uh, by zombies Spires. and flying zombies and <laughs> currents flying yes. around to the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, yeah, it was that. That was my very <laughs> first match on my. Triggers on the stack. Well. Yeah. All right, this is yeah. 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 I will pace a stop in your upkeep phase for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. So you want to go ahead with your. New, new Perspectives deck I'm yeah. sure everyone's dying to hear yes so I, I did play New Perspectives um, and I was uh, I was kind of worrying about it a bit because I was like because you know we're, we're planning to go to GPL coming up soon yeah. here in a few weeks that would be a great turn report mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was basically thinking I should probably get some practice in like every week on real decks that I'm probably planning to play yeah. Yeah. and I was like oh this deck is jank but then Saffron Olive did a did a, a Mucha Brew or I don't know against the odds about it and uh, he actually went like 12-0 in games <laughs> so, so I was like I, I felt a bit galvanised by that and I was like oh yeah let's do it um, now he did get quite lucky in some of the games but mm-hmm. anyway uh, so I went and ultimately the result was 2-2 uh, in the games where I won it didn't really feel that hard to win <laughs> well we, when I played against you Al, it was actually yeah. the, the final game was, was actually really it was, close actually yeah, it was a great game yeah, and I made, a, I made a misplay that almost lost me the game so yeah. you, you got me down to one on the last yeah. kind of the second last turn of the game and then I was able to yeah. play the new perspectives next turn and combo off yeah. um, it, round one I played against uh, Martyr Vehicles uh, and my opponent had no idea about this deck so uh, I played the new perspectives and I said, you know, so basically I can probably pretty much just win from here. Um, and he was like, he was about to scoop and I was like, but actually I can fizzle. Yeah. So, yeah, so you have to. It's possible to fizzle, so I'll just do it, will I? And he was like, yeah, okay, just do it. And that's like, almost worse than just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I, like, I wanted to make sure that he knew that I didn't just auto win from there. Yeah. Because that I would feel dishonest if he just destroyed sure. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was able to do it and go off and whatever. And then second game, same thing again. So he, he was just massively... Each game, I kind of almost felt like I'd won when turn one he played a Traven Inspector instead of a Geographic Templar. That is yeah. crazy, actually. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he just didn't have the clock on me yeah. in any of the games. And this um, was one of the players who has showed up... Uh, recently to try and qualify for nationals yeah and stuff like I felt that. a bit bad taking the win away from him but whatever <laughs> I mean I wouldn't because like I think it's great that like to show like someone just goes no I'll just pick up the best deck and I'll go and, uh, and crush standard yeah. and then they're just like yeah. what is even happening against me right now <laughs> yeah. I think that's an integral part of playing magic yeah I, I, think, I think it's great that that still happens you know like, yeah. Yeah. we should yeah. never happen as often as possible and I won't have to play against that person in nationals if they're not qualified <laughs> very true yeah <laughs> Um, so anyway, yeah, those those are my first two rounds, and I, I won those. Um, and then rounds three and four, 
I ended up playing against blue control decks, which it's just really quite hard to win with the new perspectives deck against those um, because they can just like for the first few turns of the game, you're both basically doing nothing. You go to cast new perspectives, you just can't resolve it. Yeah, uh, pretty much is the problem. Now you do have some outs. You have like Sphinx of the Final Word, uh, but again, that's seven mana. You have to draw it. And in in round three, I was playing against the the mono blue Engulf the Shores yeah. deck with Ulmog as like the finisher. So even I think it was in the second game we played against each other, I managed to cast Sphinx of the Final Word in in game two just naturally off my lands or whatever. Um, and he was like, "Oh, okay, that's a bit of a problem." Um, and then <coughs> and then the next turn, I went to cast Approach of the Second Sun, and he was like, "Negated," and I was like, "Can't be countered." Because mm. I have Sphinx of the Final Word and instance of sources I control can't be countered. And he was like, hmm. And then he cast Engulf and bounced my Sphinx of the Final Word oh, back God. to my hand and then the negate result. And, and the oh, game, wow. the game oh, the approach. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if that's how it works, but anyway, that's how we that's how we sorted it out in the well, game because it was just a casual, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we didn't really mind yeah, take, yeah. take backsies sure, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, at competitive level, you just would have said, sure, it resolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in a gate goes to the graveyard. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, then, yeah. 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 That's what he, yeah. Um, but, yeah, in, in that circumstance, I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's something people need to get used to, though, playing against this card. It's like playing against a Rope Decay in Modern or something like that. Yeah. Where the first time you see it, you're like, can hurt it. And your opponent goes, sure. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. That is fine. Yeah. Top your mind, please. So, yes, <laughs> that, that, the gate resolves. Yeah. 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 Uh, one thing, though, is that you can commit to memory these things. You can't. Because yeah, yeah. that just says, put it, doesn't count, counter it. Yeah, it's not counter oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the same with summary dismissal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's the same with unsubstantiate as well, if people yep. ever play that card, which they probably won't yeah. know that commit memory is a thing. Yeah, brutal explosion. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then last round I played against uh, just blue-red control and, yeah, just never able to resolve anything. Cause yeah. Of, yeah. I was able to cycle a lot of stuff. It's yeah. good. So I, I tried a transformative sideboard plan with like Drake Havens and Kefnet and like I had the spells in the gates as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't really sure whether I should keep in the combo and just bring in the spells in the gates to protect it or just transform uh, fully into Drake Haven. Um, I kind of tried, I tried the whole transformation thing and it just never really worked. I made like a, a couple of Drakes and then had to block a gear hulk. Yeah. Had to block a dragon from Dragon Master of Cast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Drakes are not as big as dragons. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, and yeah, just so it just and even Drake Haven got countered a couple of times as well. Because they're leave they're bringing in all their negates as well. Yeah. So yeah. of course yeah. they usually yeah. have it on turn two or whatever. That's why I think curator mysteries might be decent. Yeah, yeah. So. That's true, yeah. Or even a uh, Glyph Keeper. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they're probably gonna take out like if they have Essence Scatter, they're gonna take it out. Yeah. And then once it's on the board, Glyph Be- Glyph Keeper is a nightmare to deal with. The only problem is it doesn't really doesn't have a positive interaction with Gearhulk. Uh, I mean, like it doesn't block it. No, but I mean, you're gonna kill them before they kill you. Yeah. Like it's a it kills them in four turns. Yeah, that's true. And they yeah, can't true. block it with the Gearhulk. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that was my tournament. Uh, how, how about you, Gear? So for me, and this kind of ties into our deck of the week as well. Yeah, we'll do a bit of a segue here. Yeah, so I, so I was on uh, I was on a new deck for me, which I was on Bant Aetherworks Marvel, as we were talking about earlier. So. It. Uh, I went with this deck because, as you alluded to, there are quite a few people on control in the shop we play in. Mm-hmm. So I just figured Bant has got to have a better control matchup than Teamer. 
uh, if you want to play a Marvel deck. Like, I, I'm not wasting slots on, like, Harness Lightning, stuff like that. I just have Cast Out, and Fumigate is a dead card for removal, but it's like, that's a decent hit off Aetherworks Marvel against aggro decks, so that yes, kind of... Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's a bad there, yeah. Yeah, and then I have Cast Out, and I have uh, Main Negate as yeah, well. Yeah, So I felt like it was just better against Control, and it's still, like, fine-ish against Midrange, mm -hmm. so... I, I thought it was just a fine choice. Um, but it was literally my first time ever playing the deck. I hadn't done even any testing online or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a learning experience, I'll call it that. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I, I misplayed a lot. Um, and it's easy, as we were talking about all with this deck, to kind of blame your losses on like missing with your Marvel mm -hmm. or whatever. But I'm pretty sure every round there were like game-losing mistakes that you know would have at the end of the game led to me having an extra turn or an extra yeah, spin exactly. of the marvel stuff like yeah. that that i just never got um but i really liked the deck i don't know i felt like i learned a lot as the night went on uh, so my rounds where i played against you al round one uh, got crushed uh, round two i played against <laughs> black green um which as we said yeah. is basically a free win <laughs> yeah, for marvel yeah, right. uh, i almost turned it into a loss because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one of the deck. That, that's what happens when you're playing a new deck like you can take these hugely advantageous yeah. matchups and um, throw them in the bin if you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i did watch you make a good play though when you, when you had like you, you managed to get an ulamog um and you like exile two two of the black green players lands and then you had you also had a tireless tracker and he had a Gonti on the board, yeah. and and you didn't attack with your you like you put your hand on it, and then you're like, yeah, past you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't attack um, with the Tarless Tracker because if he had traded with the Gonti and then killed and then played some kind of sacrifice effect, you obviously would have lost your Ulamog. Yeah, and uh, so I didn't know if he had to the slaughter, but I thought like he's probably got to bring them in, right? Like he might yeah, have definitely. he might have one in the main, and then it's not uncommon for people to have two in the side as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then so the next turn, I was uh, kind of rewarded. I, I definitely was rewarded, I guess, because yeah. I had the trigger off the Ulamog, he exiled two to the slaughters off yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so I was like, so he didn't have them in his hand, but he had brought them in, so it was it, yeah, yeah. it, it was a good play, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and then he immediately grappled with the past that turn as well, and put his third to the slaughter in the graveyard. And well, that, oh, that must have felt... Can't get that back. <laughs> no, that must have felt pretty bad, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was pretty much a free win. Uh, Game, or round three, I played against Gus, who was on Jeskai Control, as you said. Yeah. That was a really good match. That was probably my best match of the night. Yeah. Uh, went really long. Uh, the matches were great. It was, it was, well, did you just play, like, you, you finished on game two, did you? Or was it game three? Um, I think did we you went get to three games. I think we went to game three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think so. I can't remember the games. The games were, no, sorry, I, I did kill him in two games, yeah. But, okay. the, but the second game was very, very close. Mm -hmm. It was uh, it was very back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, it feels good. I think the control... I was That's that's when I was like, I'm glad I'm not teamer this this game, basically. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just had a lot of good lot of good cards against control. And then in, in the sideboard as well, I, I, like, I, I had more to bring in and stuff like that. It felt mm -hmm. very well set up. And then in round four, I played against Blue Red Control. That was Dave C. Shout out to the, the Card Hoarder podcast mm -hmm. and, and Dave C. On, on his stream and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and I lost in two games on that. But it was one of those games, it was one of those commit to memory games, let's call them. Oh, God, yeah. Where the first game lasted half an hour, and <laughs> then he resolved memory. And uh, I thought, well, the match is basically over now. Because <laughs> yeah. I, even if I win this, or I can't really win this game, and we aren't going to finish another game after yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I probably should have just scooped like before that, but I actually still thought I had a chance to... Mm -hmm. 
to resolve Wait, an yeah, yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah you had a lot of lands out at that point, didn't you? Yeah, he did. Um, no, but, you did. You oh, did. Sorry, I did. we both did. Yeah, okay, we yeah. did. But realistically, I probably should have just scooped. Like when it got away from me in that game, I think yeah. in that matchup, just because of like tournament timing restraints. Yeah. Um, you should maybe just scoop if you don't kill them before like turn twelve or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think it's. I, I I feel like maybe that is correct in, in a lot of decks, but I think with with this deck, you're. Because you can turn the game around so quickly with a Nulamog. Like, you could yeah. be very heavily unfavored, then bam, Nulamog, you're going to win. Yeah, but a lot of times people have, like, even even a counter, like an Essence Scatter or, an, or a Disallow for the body part of Nulamog yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is fine, and they can just keep keep playing then. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah. And then they commit it once, and then, like, they have memory in the graveyard. Yeah. They'll find a Gearhawk, you know, they can just commit your next Nulamog if they yeah. need to, or they, they, or they get yeah. memory. So yeah. it's it just... It becomes unwinnable because you have so few threats, basically, and yeah. they can just refill their hand whenever yeah. they want. Mm -hmm. So, like, your threat is just never going to resolve once you both go back up to seven cards, I feel like. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so yeah, then we didn't finish game two. We went to turns on game two. Uh, but I definitely know in future in that matchup, I'm going to just uh, probably aggressively go for, like, a turn four Marvel activation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Even, like, um, I mean, yeah, you could also... You know, hold back until turn five so you have a dispel or something. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about even game one. I'll oh, game one, okay, yeah. I'll probably just... I'd probably, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd probably go to five just to have an aggressive start. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because, yeah, if, yeah. Get, if that game goes long, I'm probably not winning, and then I'm probably not winning two more games after that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. due to time. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, but that was uh, that was the deck. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, not too many differences from lists online I made, apart from I swapped out the four Aether Meltdown that a lot of people are running for four Rogue Refiner. Uh, again, just another... I, I think the cards are quite close in power level. Mm -hmm. Well, I think Rogue Refiner is higher in power level, but yeah. in terms of how the deck plays out, I think they're roughly the same. And I think Rogue Refiner is just way better against Control, obviously. So yeah, yeah. I yeah, just brought yeah, them in instead. Yeah, right? And you ended up playing against like... Yeah, you know, like two, two Control decks. Two and, and a half against. Control decks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Screen Black. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, cool. There we go. Yeah. Deck of the week and tournament report. Nice. Um, any anything you would like to say in particular? I, I know we've already talked about it a little bit, but just particular yeah. card choices that you liked or um, fumigate. Obviously, it's probably nice to have. Fumigate is great. Uh, like it wasn't that good in in a couple of my rounds. Yeah, just like, because of the the way the matchups. Yeah, and like even like uh, I didn't even get to play it against you, Al. I don't yeah. think, but it's obviously not a superstar against the emerge deck. Yeah, so you can keep bringing stuff back. It can be all right. Yeah, it can, it yeah, can be yeah, fun. Can, and I think I think in general it's a very good card. Like it's a it's a good hit off Marvel. Like a lot of the time. Mm. Um, yeah, the the difference between Teamer and Bant, like the one I really felt was like losing Chandra Torture Defiance, mm. which is just such an insanely yeah, that, powerful card. Yeah. Like it gets you to your Ulamog if you have one in your hand, mm -hmm. um, which, which I guess you, you do a lot. Yeah, you end up, <laughs> it ends up happening. It ends up happening. Uh, I guess that's one other thing um, that uh, I wasn't ag aggressively mulligan enough. If I say had in my seven, I had one Ulamog in my seven card hand. I probably should have strongly considered mulliganing because it's basically a free mulligan. Yeah. To six. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, because you basically have six anyway. So I wasn't really doing that enough. I kind of just looked at the cards and went. That's fine, but I should have gone, actually, as a six-card hand, is this better than the average six-card hand, which mm -hmm, I yeah. wasn't doing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's something that wasn't really a problem in the old versions of Marvel, because it, even if you had an Emrakul in your hand, if you had uh, if the rest of your hand was a strong Delirium-flavoured yeah. mm -hmm. draw, then you could just go like Vessel Nascency on turn one, 
break it I have like five card types in my yeah, yard right, I'm, right. I'm set up to cast Emrakul <laughs> yeah. soon enough whereas Ulamog you basically only ever get to cast it if you resolve Anissa's Renewal mm -hmm. uh, of which I was playing two in the main deck uh, that's one I would consider dropping down to one yeah. copy uh, specifically for the meta in the in the shop we play in because I feel like Nissa's Renewal is pretty bad against Control Okay, yeah. uh, and I would maybe prefer just to have another threat I don't yeah, know what, yeah, what threat I would bring in mm -hmm. but yeah you definitely get diminishing returns on Nissa's Renewal you do no yeah. Basics left. Mm -hmm. yeah I mean if you play the second one it's unlikely you, you yeah. have three basics left in your deck yeah, especially because you do much search, so much searching with like a tune and stuff as well. yeah exactly yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the deck. Um, I uh, I did enjoy it. I, I was we were talking about this a little bit uh, off mic as well, but I was considering playing like a like a Kozilek. Maybe that's what I'll bring in. Oh, instead, yeah, well, yeah, instead you, of uh, you didn't say this to me, and I definitely would have convinced you to because I, I yeah I yeah. Love Kozilek, yeah. I, th I think I think the card could be sweet. Like I think that's actually a really good hedge against control as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad against commit to memory because you get your seven cards and they can just make you redraw. But yeah, a lot of situations it could be pretty good because even if they counter it. You end up with a load yeah. of cards in hand if they can't immediately play the commit to memory. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something I might try. It's obviously pretty bad against decks with removal because it doesn't have indestructible. But uh, and actually, yeah. um, the his ability that lets you counter spells with CMC equal yeah. to the thing he casts is probably pretty good in that deck because you have like a wide variety of. Yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't really have twos. I guess you have Woodweaver's Puzzle Knot, mm -hmm. but that's about it. Yeah. yeah. And you have you Sensor and probably game. don't have that many fives either. I don't think you have any fives at all. Yeah, but you've lot, lots of threes, fours. Yeah, I mean, uh, seems pretty sweet. Sixes. Three is pretty important to counter on Lysis disintegration. Yeah, if yeah. you resolve Kozilek. So. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's something I might try next week. Just a singleton yeah. Kozilek minus one Nissa's renewal cool. plus one Kozilek. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it, the thing is, it's it's pretty bad to hard cast because it costs double colorless. Yeah, yeah so you need your. Um, Aether hopes yeah. are your only colorless source, yeah. unless I ran Bounty of the Luxa, which I don't think I want to do. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, I see a lot of lists here where Bounty of Luxa almost maybe maybe it's part of a, uh, a transformational sideboard where it could be a sideboard card. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I know you probably wouldn't. You, would you take out uh, Marvels? Put them in? I don't think you ever take out Marvels. Yes. I would be surprised. Yeah, because it's even just a good value card if it resolves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but there's a lot of cards to take out as a turn type. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Um, I think we're going to have to wrap it up now because uh, our machine recording machine is running out of battery. So, oh, uh, <laughs> RIP. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, as we say at the end of every show, thanks to Barry Cannon for our team music. Uh, team music. Yeah, <laughs> team music, team skull crack, and theme. theme music. <laughs> yeah. So, you can find us on Twitter um, at Skullcrack Podcast or just at Skullcrack. At Skullcrack. At Skullcrack. Yeah, um, we have a cool little MTG emoji game yes. on Twitter at the moment. Oh the yeah, song, guys, check that out. Yeah, Al came up with most of them, and it's really fun. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah so. it's pretty fun. And uh, you can also find us on iTunes, Simplecast, anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, and thanks for listening, guys. See ya. Bye bye. Bye. -bye.